welcome to another episode of Mind Body Stuff. I'm Kaylee. I'm Bernice. Good job. I'm not introducing you this week since they can't see me, which is too bad. Um, we're these next two episodes, you guys, are kind of a little uh, special, special episode. Special. Do you want to tell them why they're so special? They're special because we're going to interview each other. What? What? So this week, B is going to interview me, and then next week, I'm going to interview her, and we picked our own questions to ask the other one, which was a fascinating. Yeah, it was. It was kind of cool to see what um, what we wanted to ask of the other person. Yeah, or like kind of what we know about the other person that we think would be interesting for the listeners to hear. <laughs> the listeners. I forgot you guys are listening, aren't you? Well, maybe halfway. Halfway listening. They're doing other stuff. We're in the background. <laughs> That's right. I'm cleaning my house, listening to mind body stuff in the background. Mind body stuff. All right. Shall we? Shall we get into? Shall it? we begin? Five questions. Five. What are your deepest, most burning questions you have for me? <laughs> well, question number one. Oh, can I interrupt really quick? Yes, you, you guys. I have pneumonia. But I'm so much better now. Oh my Can't you goodness. hear? Oh yeah, your voice. Even you should you guys should listen to the podcast before. Oh, I had a lot of people message me. And like, that was before you, some- you oh, got yeah. diagnosed. That was before I even hit the worst part. That was when I felt fine. You felt okay. I wouldn't then say I, fine. I thought I was gonna die. Well I literally thought I was gonna die. Saturday because we had a at training. the end of the training, like as soon as six o'clock hit, I looked down and I was covered in goosebumps. And B touched me, and I was just hot, and I went home, and I did not leave my bed, basically, until this morning. Yeah, it was I mean, I didn't leave my house for five days, basically. No, it was hard to get her to answer the phone, even. She was so sick. Yeah, I didn't want to talk to you. Because she was like, (laughs) did you hear what she just said? I Um, didn't want to hear what you had to say. I could tell I'm like, she's sleeping again. I know, I was tired. I was sick. I'm like, but don't you want to talk about how we can change the world one more time? No, like, I want to. I, I want. I want it. I want to know I'm going to survive this next day. That's what I want to know. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, it was. It, it was awful being in bed, and I'm so glad to join the living. Oh, it's. Good I to hate be- being stuck in bed. Well, I hate it. And it's good to have you back. Well, it's good to be back. So Actually, thank you. you were very creative, though, in your bed. I was. You were very creative because you did. I did some choreography. You did a bunch of choreography. You didn't even need me for that choreography. Well. Just, like, on top of it. We did some quarter three planning. Mm-hmm. We did some. We Yeah, I got some stuff done mm-hmm. in my brain, at mm-hmm. least, when my body was disabled. I feel like the brain got centered. Oh, was it uncentered before? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You should have seen her look right there. Mm. Um. Shall we? Yeah, let's go. go what do you have? What do you want to know? Well, first off, <laughs> sexy lady, I'm gonna read my questions right here. Um, you talk a lot about your childhood in um, in these podcasts. I think off and on it comes up, uh-huh. and how it shaped you. I'm wondering, can you talk about what it was like growing up in Helena, mm. especially given your extensive travel experience? She's traveled quite a bit. And how it shaped you growing up in okay. this small town in Montana. And then traveling. And also raising your own girls, you know, and raising them in Montana too. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, Helena. So, I don't know if any of you have been to Helena. It's the state capital. It's the state capital. You know, I always kind of uh, talk poorly about Helena. It's probably not fair to do that. Helena is a lovely town. Um 
I don't know. It's just, uh, <laughs> is this weird? I'm very sensitive to light and Helena gets so dark. I don't know. There's something just seemed like it was very dark and cold in the winters and lots of wind. I have these like memories of being like freezing in the winter, very, very cold. And like, there's a really cute little walking mall downtown and nobody's ever on it. It just has this kind of like, where is everyone? <laughs> Feel, you know, it's like, where are you? <laughs> I know you live in <laughs> and I really like, I don't always enjoy, um, I don't always need to be interacting with people, but I like knowing that people are around. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. like being able to walk around and feel the energy of uh, like, uh, of people. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, um, yeah, Helena, it, but then again, there's really nice people in Helena. I, I danced a lot when I was growing up. So I was at my dance studio uh, in high school, I was there up to six days a week, mm. every single day after school at the studio at dance. And I think that that kept me really out of trouble. Oh yeah. I, yeah, mm -hmm. it really kept me out of trouble and it kept me really focused. And, um, I also, one thing about me is, yeah, I have traveled a lot since I was as, as young as I can remember, I've always had an intense fascination with how other people around the world lived. So constantly interested in different cultures. Like I had a Chinese doll collection when I was growing up and just the fabrics and the colors and just, I've, I've always loved other cultures and learning about them. Um, I always had pen pals. Um, I would date the foreign exchange students. Oh, like I, I like, I love, I love foreign things. I love, um, different cultures. And then I had always wanted to be an exchange student, and so I worked really, really hard in high school to be able to not have to repeat a year of high school. So I got all of my credits out of the way um, so that I could spend my senior year of high school in Spain and not have to not have to come back and, and do a year of high school. So I, I was a really, really hard worker. I spent, I, when I look back on my childhood, like, you know, and, and especially into high school, I worked really hard. I really mm -hmm. did. And I did, I didn't get into very much trouble. And I kind of had my, I had my eye on, on the goal mm -hmm. and my eye on the prize. Good and I guess I've ethic. always been that way. Yeah, you you know, yeah. I kind of keep my eye on the prize mm -hmm. and I work really hard to get, to get there. there. And so then my senior year, I spent, um, living it, as an exchange student in a tiny little medieval walled village that had about 1200 people living there. And I would say about 75% of those people were elderly. Oh, wow. it was really, I mean, it's fascinating. And I look back now and I think that was the most magical little village I've ever seen in my life. But as a 17 year old, um, it was a, it was a really challenging situation to go into, right. you know? I mean, even if I did have friends at my little tiny school, they shipped them in from all of the little villages in the area. So even after school, there was, my friends weren't there. Yeah. Cause so it was it's like, like rural. They it was probably... so rural. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a walled city. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was stunning, amazing, beautiful. beautiful. But as a high school student, uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was tricky. But anyways, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is living in Spain, then I got to do so much traveling and I got to travel, um, throughout Europe a lot. I'm, I'm really fortunate, um, that Rob, my, my husband, we kind of bonded over this shared love of traveling as well. And, uh, I think at last count, 
it was like over 20 countries we've been to mm -hmm. together. And I think the beautiful thing about traveling is you realize that like there are other ways to do things and there are other ways to live and that we aren't at the center of the universe, you know, and, and that, um, there's just so much richness and beauty and diversity. And I love learning about other cultures, eating different foods. Um, I feel like some of the big problems we face in our country right now, as far as, um, just an uneducated population of people who have never been anywhere but here and claiming isolated. this is the only way to do it and mm -hmm. this is the best and yada 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 but it's like okay well how much traveling have you done how, how many how many other cultures have you have you joined in how many other families in, in in different such a different world than you live in have you joined them at the dinner table to learn about them and their culture and the way that they live so I feel like traveling has been a has been a really big important piece of my life and we choose to raise our our family here in Missoula I think because my all all of my family and friends are close you know it's probably not where I would live like I always think if I could move all of you people <laughs> <laughs> to like Washington or Oregon then I would be really I'd be really happy mm -hmm. but that's not how it goes and I do I love Missoula I'm way too hot in yeah, the summer. Yeah, and it's funny how you were like, I'm well, and so Helena hot. was so dark and cold and windy in the winter. But then that's the stuff she likes kind of about winter too. I do. I know. You do. I know. It's funny. I thought it was funny how you were like, yeah, I was sort of, and I'm like, oh, but you're always like, I can't wait for winter. Yeah, and you're there's all cozy yeah, up and there's, there's a storm brewing that. outside. And, That's true. You know. uh, this heat, like 90 degree days over and over and over without a cloud in the sky, like this makes me feel panicked in my heart. And then I always like Google what the weather is on, on, the, on the Pacific coast. And I'm like, oh, man. it's all 72. 75 and, and partly cloudy. I'm like, that's my dream. Yeah. So if I could live anywhere and raise my family, it, it, yeah, I would probably move. But for me, people are so important to me. And I just, I can't leave you guys. Yeah, I've done that before. And you feel lonely. And I felt totally lonely. And even it's though I was so in the place lonely. I wanted to be, it was kind of like, but it wasn't my place. Exactly. My place is with my people. Yeah. You know, and so if unfortunately, and for, I mean, Missoula is an absolutely incredible place to be. Do not get me wrong, but my heart feels most at home um, by the ocean. Mm -hmm. By the sea. By the sea. That was good. Oh, was it okay? Yeah, that was good. Okay, cool. Um, okay, next, next question. <laughs> you married relatively early, mm. according to our standards yeah, nowadays. 24. Yeah, 24. Met him when a, I was 19. Kind of a baby. So I stopped dating people at 19. 19. Like, I had, I don't know, like 20 other boyfriends after that. Well, Enjoy. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you talk about your courtship with Rob? <laughs> yeah. And what led you uh, to decide that he was the one? I'm still wondering that. Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. It's an ongoing process. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I met him when I was 19. Um, I was dating. In college. I was dating his roommate. Oh. oh. I was dating his roommate. And honestly, I, I had no um, romantic feelings towards Rob. But I noticed I kept trying to set up all of my single girlfriends with him. And then I would get like, um, I would definitely feel jealousy if anything was like, starting to happen between them <laughs> you're all setting them up and then being like I hope you don't like him I know or I hope he doesn't like you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Rob and I have always had like a really playful relationship like we annoyed each other 
so much when we were friends and we still really annoy each other but it's always been like a um like a really playful relationship um it like I don't know he <laughs> we just have so many memories of when we were still friends just being like finding the other person completely obnoxious um so how we decided that that was going to turn into love, I, I don't, I don't know, but it did. And so I broke up with this, this, um, boyfriend that I had and then, um, yeah, things just started happening between Rob and I, and it was a, it was a whirlwind romance within, Ooh. um, so he was, he was a guide on Mount Rainier and so he would leave for the summers and so he, he left and then, um, basically it was like, I want you to meet me in Europe. And I was like, okay. And, um, he like bought me a plane ticket to meet up with him in Italy. And I got to meet his like entire family, extended family as well on this trip, um, to Portofino. And then his whole family left. And then the two of us traveled around Europe for like three weeks together. And then when we got back to Missoula, um, I moved into his apartment and, that was it. That wow. was it. Um, yeah, so it kind of was just like, yep. Well, I would say I was kind of more like, yep, than he was. <laughs> <laughs> I think there were definitely times that I had to, I had to convince him. But he, um, he also has such a such a traveling spirit. So many different points throughout our relationship. Um, so basically, just being dating him and being married to him, he's lived in. Um, he's lived in. Um, Belize, he's lived in Italy, he's lived in Tanzania, and he's lived in England all while, while we've been dating. And uh, so we kind of have a lot of independence in our relationship and a lot of mutual respect for the other person's passions and mm-hmm. interests, but also a shared interest of traveling. So it was always fun to, you know, go meet him where he was or to go visit or to, you know, travel with him on the end of his different trips. But, um, I think also a, a common, a common thing in both of our lives is we, we want to change the world. Like we do, we want to change it in, in our, in our own ways. And he's, um, he's incredibly brilliant. He's such a smart, smart man. And he's basically dedicated his life to, to conservation. He's a, he's a, um, he's a scientist and he's, um, just, yeah, he's an incredibly thoughtful person and he makes me better and he drives me crazy. And, um, yeah, there's nobody else that I would rather be annoyed with my entire life than him. <laughs> so I feel, I feel very, I feel very um, lucky to have met him. There, there have definitely been times in my life that that I think it would have been uh, fun to have dated more. Mm-hmm. Like oh, hearing, you know, all of girlfriend stories mm-hmm. about like dating and, and da 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 and then yeah, but you know, so part of me is like, man, how would it? How would it feel to date as somebody who were actually like confident or like actually knew who I was or you know it's like I still was such a baby when I when I met him right. and started dating him that I feel like we kind of grew up together so it would be interesting I think to date now with kind of a more sense of self as a grown up person yeah kinda. yeah that yeah. would be interesting don't you think yeah don't I was just agree? thinking that I'm like I wonder how it would be if I dated now I know to be like what when you actually like know yourself and love yourself and have confidence right like, I might be harder to date 
Oh, I would definitely be hard. I, would de- I don't know if I could make it work with anyone uh, now at this I'm point. I'm all like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, exactly. Would you like to go for a hike? Not today. No. no I don't I like mean, hiking. I don't like Sorry. hiking. Sorry. Yeah. Whereas when you're like 19, you're like, sure, I love hiking. Let's go. I love this. Can I, can I ice climb? I love ice climbing. Oh, totally. I used to climb with Rob nah. all the time. No, I never go with him. I'm like, nah. Terrified, too. Yeah. So but funny. Amazing how we do the things we do. <laughs> I go, yeah, I'll go. Sure, I love I'm ice cool. Climbing. I'm so cool. Where's my ice pick? Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did I answer that question? That was good. Yeah, that was great. Okay. Did she, didn't you guys love that? Okay. Now we're going to segue into the Ula world a little into bit. Into the Ula world. Which I know you guys are curious about too as well. So with Ula, what's it like to create something that has had such a large impact on people's lives? And... And I don't mean that in a in a braggadocious way. I mean braggadocious. Ooh, ooh. that's fun. Um, I might have stole that from President Trump or something. <laughs> I think I heard him say that, and I'm like, I kind of like that. Braggadocious. That's braggadocious kind of. Way. But I mean, you know, when we when we do the work that we do, a right. lot of people are, you know, they send her notes. There's just a, a lot of ongoing, you know, thank yous and. And ahas for people as they're doing sure. this ULA work, basically. This ULA. And I also doing this ULA. This ULA. I want you to talk about um, your feelings of responsibility mm. for Pete, for folks. Mm-hmm. And your feelings of hurt when, when folks aren't happy. Because mm-hmm. there's also that. So those, so, so, so that, so those two sides of the coin, kind of. Yeah. And then, um, and then your joy of serving, because I think that weighs out. Oh, um, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. Um, okay, so how does it feel to create something that has an impact? Um, man, I just feel so honored. I just feel so honored to be able to do this work. I also, um, you know, this is going to sound like woo-woo, but we've been talking a little bit about Elizabeth Gilbert in our podcast recently, and for those of you who haven't read her book, um, Big Magic, so what she talks about in Big Magic is that there's like all these ideas that are just floating out there and they're just waiting for a co-collaborator. They're, they're just waiting to find that person. And then there's all these people here who are either like open and ready and willing for an idea to attach to them and, and you know, be their host or they're not ready. It's not the right time or they're not the right person. And sometimes with Ula, I feel like uh, it's just this thing that I was like, pick me, pick me, pick me. And then I just kind of like opened myself up to receive it. And more than anything, I'm maybe this, um, um, I'm just kind of this, this, um, what's that word? A vessel. Yeah. A vessel. Um, not a, a conduit. Yeah. 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 A conduit. I'm more just a conduit for this idea that I can't necessarily claim as my own. The most fascinating things happen to me with Ula. There's a lot of things that I just, I just know I need to do or that I know are right. And that later in the process of trying to figure out how to teach other people about it, I learn the why about it myself. It's not like I sit down and I'm like, okay, here's all these things and this is how it's all going to be put together. It's like, it just kind of hits me and I'm like, this is what I have to be doing. Like, this is the way it has to be done. And then it's it's in this process of, of really understanding it or breaking it, pulling it apart to, to see all of the pieces of it that even I am truly understanding the full meaning of it all. Mm-hmm. And then the really exciting thing is... 
then I like, then I'll read things that are, are like, oh my gosh, that's yes, that's what it is. Or this like, um, just kind of the, when you're on this like cosmic wave with other people or other, you know, other, yeah, people or ideas or whatever, thinking like, wow, I'm really, this is really part of something bigger. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and I just feel like, I guess, yeah, that's it. I feel, I feel honored and I do feel grateful to be this, this conduit for, I think what is a very important thing. And so, yeah, I, I, um, uh, I don't know. I, I try not to take too much like, yes, thank you. I created this amazing thing. Mm-hmm. I, that feels a little uncomfortable to me, but I do know how much work it's taken mm-hmm. and energy and finances. Yeah. I mean, there's a Time. lot, a lot, a lot of work that I've put into bringing this idea to fruition, but I just, I, what, what, what could be better? Like, honestly, what could be better in this world than helping people? Or then bringing, or bringing joy to people's lives, or bringing a deeper sense of self awareness, so then they can go out and, and live their best lives. Like, mm-hmm. what could be better than that? Weight, I just, kind of lifting weight from people's absolutely. backs, so they can kind of open up their chest and breathe. You know, it almost yes, perfectly mm-hmm. stated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, holy cow, mm-hmm. what an honor! And it's like you're a conduit for all of us, you know, I'm like, but we're all, we're all, we've all been searching for this, mm. you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. In a weird way. Yeah. And that, and that you, that this idea has tapped into you and then you just kind of went, here it is. And we're yeah. like, yes, this is what we were looking for. Yeah. You know? And I think that's why it's really important that the, um, that the deliverers of the message understand the message. Because for me, I'm like, no, it's very important to me that if you're an instructor or if you're whatever, that you understand what this truly is about. Because what, I mean, what else, what else are we spread? What, you know, Mm -hmm. I I just, that's something that's really important to me right now as I gain more and more clarity and vision and understanding of this, it's becoming more and more important to me that those who deliver the message understand what they're speaking. Mm -hmm. That's a very good point. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that hence why we've, you know, asked older instructors to reattend training, stuff like that. It's really important to me that everyone understands what this message is. And I finally feel like I'm at the point to really be able to explain it. Define it. Define it. it because it's almost it. like it just got dropped in your lap a little bit. Like, here it yeah. is. And then you were like, oh, okay. So, okay, so I think we do this. Yeah, here are the first parts of it. That, right. That's kind of like building a pyramid, maybe. And you're like, here's, here's the base, I guess. Here's some of the base. And then slowly you started building it up. And then it became kind of focused more and more. Uh-huh. The higher up you got, the yeah. more you did it. Yeah. And the, and and then that is that, that's why the product has changed or morphed over yes. time. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you ask about feelings of of responsibility. I do. I have huge feelings of responsibility. I mean, I taught class this morning, like. Actually, it went well, but you know, I was basically going into teaching this class being like, all right, you're going to teach this class with pneumonia because I owe it to the people who, who I, I feel responsible for. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I always choose to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I take my responsibility very, Serious. very seriously. Mm-hmm. I try to deliver on all of my, on all of my promises, or I try, um, I try to continue putting my best effort into every piece of this because of that responsibility to the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is because I, I, I want to make sure that I am, 
that I that that it's pure, mm-hmm. you know, that it's not muddled with like, oh, I'm busy this week, so I'm not going to care too much about the, you know, whatever. It, it's it's really important to me that sense of responsibility. And my gosh, when people share the amount of really just amazing and personal things that people do, how could you not feel a sense of responsibility? I, that's what I... How could you not? Yeah, you know. And so it's like you all, all of you people, hold me so accountable, which I'm so grateful for because you hold me to this standard that sometimes feels higher than it, than, than I'm worthy of, but it keeps me reaching for that higher standard. And I mean, it's making me a better person constantly. And I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And I think that's why you get hurt sometimes. Oh yeah. Good point. When, because it's almost like you're pushing yourself Uh to reach this higher standards for people. Yeah. And then when someone or a few people are like, you know, some negative Uh um, feedback or whatever, it's, 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 you know, it's very, it's very personal. It is. It's really personal. You know what? It's not, it's not personal from like a business standpoint. Um, you know, I know that all businesses have room to improve and whatever. And so when we get feedback on just like business type stuff, I'm like, okay, yes, Yes, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Like that's constructive feedback. Let's, let's do it. But it it is hard when, when the the artistry is critiqued. That, that is hard. I think anybody who does, um, you know, put themselves out there consistently, like, it's yeah, yeah. It's yeah. hard and it and it's hurtful. And that's part of the journey, though. I think in a weird way of oh, expansion, yeah. like in terms of like, yep, yeah, that there's gonna be, you know, yeah. there's gonna be some a few that's not not gonna like this or that. Uh-huh. But it's almost like, but my path is this, mm-hmm. you know. Well, yeah, exactly. And and I think that um, kind of going back to last week's podcast on rejection and resiliency. Um, I know that I take things too personally, but I do, I do feel like it's probably given me a greater sense of resiliency than I would have had before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but, 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 and I don't know, maybe this is something that I need, I need to work on, but sometimes I'm like, you don't have to do Ula, you know that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, if you don't like this, you don't have to do it. You know, that's another thing where sometimes I'm like, well, if this is why, why are what 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 about this makes you feel like you have to keep doing this? If this is the type of feedback you have, yes, for it, you know, a, yeah, that's a so, very good point. Um, you know, some of it is for me to kind of process, but some of it too is like you can cut your own chains from this. Yeah, you're not tied. to You're this. not tied to this. Yeah, you know? you're not. You're really not tied to it. But I, do, I do think sometimes too, when people feel a lot of resistance towards something, yeah, there could be criticism like I don't like this, whatever. But when it's like, uh, I also do think it can be an invitation for people to explore what is causing them triggers. And for the most part, you know, it's those like highly emotional songs. Yes, of course, and that's going to bring up stuff for folks. Yeah, just how it is. A lot of resistance we get is for people who don't want the emotional stuff. I'm like, yeah. well, that's not really Ula. But it's also, it, it's probably good to start questioning, well, why am I so um, resistant to those types of songs? Yeah, I always ask myself that in terms of just life in general. When yeah. I'm feeling resistance or something, I'm like, hold on. Wait a minute. So what's what, yeah, going on? What's this resistance about? Yeah. Um, and honestly, again, another question, like, why would I want to do work that doesn't, that doesn't create transformation? That's just not, that's not, that's not me. That's, I'm not interested in that. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. interested in just creating like Here a go. nice experience. Right. Like I want to create experiences that are transforming, 
Tra- transformative. Transformer. Trans- Tra- I'm a transformer. But that's really important to me. And so I have to also realize that that's going to be met with, uh, with, re- with resistance and rejection. And yeah. I need to, I, I, that's something that I know that I need to work on in myself is just to be more accepting of that as the natural kind of process here. Yeah. Cause it scares people. Sometimes. Yeah, it scares people. And Some then people sometimes like, like, maybe we shouldn't do this. I'm like, okay, Kaylee, oh. relax. Yeah, we should. This yeah. Is, this is right. Yeah. This is right. But it doesn't, it, it honestly doesn't have to be right for everyone. No, and It doesn't have to be the right not. time for everyone either. So, no, very but, good point. But it's really important to just stay true to what my job and my mission and my purpose is. And as long as I'm doing my best, and as long as I still really continue to believe in the work that I'm doing, mm-hmm. then I, you know. I've got to just let those things kind of roll off my back. Exactly. That's a great way to put that. Yeah. Yeah. So in that same um, kind of frame of mind, basically uh, folks, you, you probably don't know that Kaylee is a great collaborator. Like Mm -hmm. she has taught me to collaborate. Really? It's a hard thing to teach me. (laughs) Um, Cause I'm such like a lone, you know, I'll do it on my own. And, you're so good at collaborating. You're mm. like, but what do you think? Or what do you think, yeah. Sarah? Or what do you think, Julie? You know, you're uh, always, you're such a great collaborator. So oh, I, thank I, you. I thought we needed to talk about that so people yeah. understand that. Mm. And, um, and so I want to know why do you think you're, you mm. like to collaborate? And do you think it's important? Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I love collaborating. I think that, um, I mean, let's just take this podcast, for example. Like, I would never do a podcast on my own. Yeah. I, I would never, I mean, the, the amount of depth that you can get in, like, you can get to the good stuff, I feel like, so much better when when it becomes this um, relationship thing. It's you, uh, you, anyone, not, well, I'm not going to say anyone because it's, you're very, very special. But, but anyone. Having, really. But having a conversation, making some, making these things more about a conversation or seeing, being able to see things from somebody else's perspective, I think is so, so valuable Mm. because we have to remember, like, like we've talked about before, we're always seeing every, we're seeing life through our lens and our lens is this product of our life experiences and what we've, what we've been through and who we just kind of naturally are, our natural personality. But that is, I mean, that's, that's one perspective. And so I always feel like things can be better when they are in collaboration because you're bringing all of these different, you know, ideas and thought processes and, and, and um, perspectives into the conversation and it usually always makes it better. I mean, basically all of the work we do with Ula is collaborative. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you've got to be kind of, um, you, you have to be not um, egotistical uh, enough to think that you know best, mm-hmm. you know, to invite the conversation open and say, yeah, we, we're going to make something better when there's more voices involved in this mm-hmm, process. Mm-hmm. I've gotten myself in trouble in terms of collaboration before. Yes, yes, you have. Um, I have. I've gotten myself into into some really big trouble collaborating because, um, because I mean, well, it happens. And, and I think that when you get in, into collaboration with the wrong people, some really um, ugly things can happen. 
but I have um, I've I've been able to handpick this really amazing team that we have right now, mm-hmm. and I, I've taken a long time to develop our team. Mm-hmm. I've taken a really long time, and I've been very careful about it, and I just feel like um, it, it's it's pretty magical mm-hmm. right now, and the the things that we're able to produce they are they are not solely from my brain. They are. They, or, you know, the idea that came to me, they, um, they are just, they, they're, they're a conversation that is open to the team and it's, it's really cool. And and I love the feeling of empowering people too, you know, I love the feeling of empowering people and, um, and support too, you know, just be able to support one another in the work that we're doing, I think is, is awesome. I've learned so much from you. I've learned so much from, from Stacy. I've learned so much from this team. You know, it's like, it's, it's really, it's really awesome. Yeah. I would never be doing any of this stuff too. You know, it's, you just realize when you have more people, people Mm -hmm. push you. Like they're like, what about that? Absolutely. Like, well, I never even thought of that. They push you. Yeah. They push you. Mm -hmm. You can be better. Because of, yeah, because of this collaboration piece. And also, I just, I also don't have as much fun doing this stuff on my own. Alone, yeah. I don't. Like, I would never host a workshop or a retreat or a training by myself. I never would. And I know there are a lot of, like, really amazing people out there who do do this type of work alone. And I it's just not for me. Yeah. I wouldn't enjoy it. It wouldn't be fun. It would not be fun at all. And I think that's one of those um, really magical pieces of Ula. It's this transformational work, but it's fun. Yes. It's always fun. That's always a, a really important piece of this. And um, gosh, it's just way more fun with other people. It really is way more fun. If it's... we're going to do all this traveling and, oh, you know, it would be so lonely. It was like, well, I'm, yeah, I'm off to Orlando. You know, I'm going to be doing a workshop there for yeah. two days alone. Yeah. Alone. You know? Uh-huh. And when we get to go together, yeah. even the experience of doing the workshop, I mean, you get to share that whole experience with the with everyone, too, you totally. know, on your team. Like, totally. this is what happened. How mm-hmm. was it for you? Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I, um, I'm really introverted. And so I also know that my skill isn't necessarily um, – in those times when people need to feel that, like, you know, the, you, like, you, inst- I mean, Stacy's obviously brilliant at this. Everyone feels like Stacy's their best friend. Right. She's really good at it. She's extroverted, you know? And so I'm, I'm smart because I know that my team needs people like that because if it were just me showing up at these things, like, I don't think it would, I don't, I don't think people would be able to feel as strong of a connection if I didn't surround myself with people who are really good in those types of situations. Mm -hmm. Good point. Because I struggle, I struggle with it. Like I am introverted and I get like tired at the end of these days where it's just like, you know, it's just kind of like, okay, my, I just kind of shift into like, right. whoa, land, you yeah, know? Yeah, right. But you're so good about, like, making people feel so comfortable, and, you know, I mean, yeah, Stacy is, like, everybody's best friend, so you know, it's loving. like, yeah, yeah, and so it's just, I know that the experience, I, I'm not the best at all of it, I'm not the best at all of it, so why don't I bring the people on who are the best at mm-hmm. it, and then it makes us, it makes us better. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. I totally agree with that. Because I think if people just met me at the trainings, they'd be like, oh, 
Well, she's awkward. I don't agree with that. <laughs> they might be like, why doesn't she talk to me more? Because she tends to sort of, you tend to sort of mimic the per- other person, oh, too. Oh, I totally mimic So if you have a person. shy person talking to then you, I, yeah, then it's I like don't really two talk. shy people, so they're all like... Mm-hmm. I know, totally. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And when I'm around like really outgoing people, yeah, then, then I'm you're like, like hey. totally outgoing, totally outgoing. Yeah. I know it's so funny. It is funny. I yeah. totally mimic whoever I'm talking yeah, to. Yeah, that's right. So it's like it's nice having. I mean, again, you've taught me a lot about collaboration and the and the importance of collaborating and how it saves your energy too. Oh yeah. You know, when we're doing this creative work, it. You know, I can see like why, why was there Rogers and Hammerstein or Hammerstein or whatever? Oh, yeah. You know, like obviously. It just is so much better with a few people. It really is. Because creative work it's is it's so tiring too sometimes. But when you mm-hmm. have a team, it's like one person, you can be the creator. You can, yeah. be, you can get all that inspiration. Yeah. And then the other people can kind of disseminate it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Or just, yeah, just finding really what, what everybody's individual strengths are and then tasking them to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, how great. Mm. It's more fun. And mm. every the best person is doing the job that they're best at. Exactly. Like, how is that not going to work? Everyone's kind of needs met in the group. As long as everybody understands like the powers, not that just the how it how it all works, because that's where I've gotten myself into trouble in the mm-hmm. past. Is there there haven't been clearly defined roles, and then mass confusion and chaos in, ensues. You're right, and I think that's why over time it's developed mm-hmm. into this, which is much more and mutual respect. I think also there was an element of of respect that was missing. Yes, but like I think that we all just respect each other and understand kind of our roles. And then we can just flourish in them because they're very well understood. Yeah, and I realize like I can't do that other role. I mean, or I yeah. could, but I'm not very good at it. Yeah, and that's which is okay. totally fine. Nobody, it's kind of yeah. like knowing what you're good at. Yeah, and doing that, and not uh-huh. worrying about because I know someone else is going to pick up the slack where I'm Absolutely. not good at it. And I think that's the that's the important part of finding the right team, like making sure the energies all really work together. I mean, the energy that you and me and Stacy have, it it's this really special triangle because we're so um we A understand each other very, very well, mm-hmm. can understand our body language, our nonverbal communication. We understand the other person's brain and kind of what they're gonna say. But we also um yeah, we, we know the roles and we have a lot of respect and a lot of trust mm-hmm. for one another. Mm-hmm. And so I think finding the right team is I do love collaborating, so I'm not trying to go back on that, but I do think the the team that you collaborate with is... Who you pick. And that might take time, and that's okay, too. Oh, yeah. Because it's almost like that, oh, that didn't work, but I think now I know Uh we need this. Yeah, totally. So that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, And then our final question today. Mm. Um, What do you think your next step in your life will be? And I was just thinking this, like, (laughs) after you're done having the kids. Having the kids. Because we have one more baby on the way. Um, And then they're kind of settled into their school years. Because there's kind of a transition once they all start kind of in school. Um, You know, what you think your next step might be. And also, what are your burning desires you have yet to accomplish that you think are out there waiting Mm -hmm. for you? Mm -hmm. And maybe you don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll just be something that happens organically. Right. Um, well, I'm curious about how long we'll be doing Ula. And I say we, cause you can't ever leave me or else I'm done too. Okay. So now you feel all that pressure. <laughs> she likes to share it. I do. I do. Maybe that's part of collaboration. You're responsible for this as well. Okay. I'm how like, does that feel? Oh, darn. How does that feel lady? You're I'm not in. free anymore. I'm in. Okay, good. Um, 
Uh, so does this question mean like when Ula has kind of run its course? Or maybe with Ula. I don't know. I mean, there may be... You well, work-wise, I don't know how much more I could... You can't really take on anymore. But I guess now that as, as our team is growing, my responsibility has is, is been wonderful. As this team grows, I really am able to just focus on the parts that I love. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been able to kind of... Um, you know, give the tasks and the different the the different areas that I'm not good at or that I don't enjoy. I've been able to to pass them off, which has been really wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I would at, at at some point have time to to do something in addition to this, or maybe even something that um uh, enriches enriches. <laughs> <laughs> Are you enriched now by this talk? <laughs> I feel so enriched. Enriched today. <laughs> Something about today makes me feel enriched. <laughs> Don't cough too much. You'll I know, have, I'm trying to laugh too much. Okay. Coughing if I cough, then it won't stop. Okay. I know. <coughs> oh, 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 okay, oh. no, I think I got it. <coughs> not yet. No, not yet. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay. Just take a no, deep now breath and feel enriched. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um, but I, I think anything that I'm like learning or that's interesting to me right now and all the things that I find fascinating or I'm curious about, I keep trying to find ways to tie them into Ula. And that's why Ula is kind of taking on these, like, you know, these workshops, workshops and these different things. And I'm like, Ooh, I've been really interested in this right now. So I'm hoping that I can keep integrating it into Ula to, to, to grow, um, the scope of the work that we do. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, what a dream if we could host a retreat, you know, every couple months. Oh my somewhere gosh. Amazing. Yeah. Like, don't you want to do that work? Oh no, me? I would love that. I okay, would love good. that. That's how I spoke. It's not my interview, but that's how yeah. I see yeah. the company kind of. Oh, me too. Expanding in that way. I mean, way. this is, this is already a good year because we've got two different trips down to Mexico. We've got, Mexico. you know, um, we're hosting several, several, um, workshops um throughout the country yeah throughout the country so we're getting there yeah and I really like the direction we're going with this um maybe to answer the question of like once Ula's over um my heart is always with service and I really like to focus on people or things that that you know that are in need of a little help or love or support. At some point, I'd love to go, like, work on an animal preserve. Oh, You know, like, go spend a couple months somewhere and just, like, you know. Yeah. Take care of animals. Um, I think it would be fun to have, like, a little, like, cafe or bar at some point. Um, Suddenly salad? <laughs> she has this idea, you guys. <laughs> We're like, huh. What are we going to do when Ula's over? Bernice is like, I know, a salad bar. And we're going to call it Suddenly Salad. (laughs) So open a salad bar. Salad bar. Open a salad bar. I mean, how fun would it be, though, to have, like, a little cafe, like, on a beach somewhere? Oh, yeah. Like, a little cafe, like, studio where you host, like, retreats and events. But, like, you have, like, health food. Like, I have this, um, I have this dream of, like, creating, like, different green juices and stuff, but then if it's, you know, by night, then you put, like, some shots of vodka in them or what, you right. know, it's, like, but it's, like, this, like, fusion of, like, health, but then also, you, you know, have, like, for, gardens, you grow all your oh, veggies totally, and Oh, totally, like, stuff fresh there. food, really good music, like, fun, you know, just fun atmosphere. Yeah. I don't know. I think, um, I, 
I mean, that's kind of more of a pleasurable thing. But if that could be connected to like a studio and have retreats and, and all that stuff, I think I'll always dedicate my life to, um, to um, helping people go deeper into their human experience. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, getting to that place of, of self-exploration and, and, and maybe if we're lucky, um, self-love. But those are, yeah, those are the things that interest me and I can't imagine that changing. It's never, it's never really been different. And, you know, travel. Travel, yeah. I love traveling. Yeah. I love, I love traveling with my husband. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. I may get hit by a bus today. She Who might knows? get hit by a bus today, and that's it, folks. And that's it for me. She won't be. Bye. She won't be in Richmond anymore. <laughs> I won't. She won't be in Richmond. She won't be in Richmond. She'll be flying to the angels, <laughs> knocking on Saint Peter's gate. <laughs> I hope they accept me. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for the interview. That was so great. Was it okay? Oh, it was awesome. Okay, I'm more excited for yours next week because oh, I want to hear you talk. I'm great, can't wait. I can't um, wait. No, I'm sure everyone is so excited. <laughs> but how great you guys get to learn a little bit more about Kaylee Lindner. 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 Hey, if you guys have any burning questions that you want me to ask Bernice, let me know, and uh -oh. I will be happy to do it for you. That's right. That's right. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. I hope that was um, not too boring. I hope that was fun for everybody. Yeah, we're I'm like, sure what should was. we talk about? I'm like, I don't know. How about questions? each other? How about each <laughs> other? Should we ask each other questions? <laughs> no, okay. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Little yeah. interviews. Yeah, or let us know if you want us to bring on a special guest and ask them questions at We'd some love point, to. too. But first, we have to get to Bernice, so don't get too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love um, you guys. Yeah, love you guys. Thanks um, for listening. Mwah.